Welcome to the most forward-thinking, inspirational podcast on the planet. Prepare to reevaluate everything you've been taught. Okay, enough of this foolishness. It's delays imposing on them. Let's take a quick look at what we've already covered. Climate change is a hoax. Dinosaurs are a hoax. The earth is flat and motionless. Vaccines are harmful. The medical system is fraudulent. I feel... It's been a long time since we recorded that first episode. And I gotta say, September's weird. I really thought we were going to bang these out, but... There's been a couple of new clients come in, uh, some new business, some things I've got to catch up on, some family things. Honestly, it's been fun and overwhelming at the same time. I like it. I like the pressure. <laughs> I like the growth. I like how this world is sort of opening up and it's in its ideologies and its mindsets. Um, it's asking more of my time, which I mean when this all started way back in the day, that's kind of all you really wanted to do, right? Was create a world that aligns with you. <laughs> Almost a manifestation, external manifestation. So the more it happens, the more this world 
gets in tune with me or I get in tune with it, um, the more interesting it gets. And it's fascinating. We're doing some new stuff too. Uh, we're definitely getting into video. I know I've said it before, but we're definitely getting into video now. On the Instagram. And we've started a TikTok. <laughs> I don't know how to tag my TikTok yet. That's like, I, like I feel like a boomer when I say these things. Like I'm almost a Gen Xer. Um, I'm that weird gap between Gen X and the Millennials. What they call us, the Xenials. I don't know. It's like 79, 80, and 81. Apparently, we have our own generation. Uh, welcome to it, ladies and gentlemen. Ah, uh, without further ado. I want to jump back into this. Uh, how hardcore of a truther are you? A friend of mine sent me this a while ago, and um, I'm not going to have these delays like last time. We're going to burn right through a few of these. Uh, well, five of them this time, I think, depending on how it goes. But there's 40 altogether, um, so we're going to get through. We're going to get through a few today, uh, and we're going to get through a few tomorrow, and the next day, and the next day. Who knows? Who knows how it plays out? I'm done making promises because every single time I seem to make a promise. Uh, especially with what I think I'm going to do. I don't audibly make promises. I make promises in my mind and then I sort of let myself down. That's always the worst. Anywho, anywho. Number six. Our food sources are being systematically poisoned. Now this is a loaded one. Um, I mean, you can look at, this is just a North American thing too. I don't know what the stats are all across the world, uh, but I do know that there's floor cleaner in your Cheerios. I do know that there's so many things that are out there. And I do know that any person that you ask or say this to any person who's dead asleep, they'll just tell you it needs to be there for preservation. We need to have these preserves in the things that sit on the shelves for so long. Um, these are the things that are killing us. And it seems to me to be relatively intentional. You can't get a piece of chicken the way you used to. Chicken doesn't cook the same it used to. Also, why is chicken now $18 a two-pack? I don't understand what's happening. You hear people all over the place making all this money. I've made more money than I've ever made before, but I'm still paycheck to paycheck poor. That's a whole other topic. Is the food systematically killing you? I think so. The, the simple fact that we have a, an entire grocery store with an organic section. It should be here is the food, and here is the junk. And we shouldn't eat the junk, but we do eat the junk, and we've systematically eaten the junk for so long that we need to then rely on the fraudulent medical system as well. <laughs> Back to number five. Um, number seven is pretty self-explanatory. Genetically modified organisms, whatever, GMOs, are not safe. Of course, why on earth would we eat things like this, you know, what it comes down to is the scarcity, the idea of scarcity that we are, we're missing out. Um, or uh, there's too many people. So we need to genetically modify these things that you eat so that there's more of it so that we don't run out so that, you know, we, we, we can accommodate the, the abundant growth of humanity. <laughs> this scarcity that we're running out of space, we're running out of this, we're running out of that. We need GMOs. No. No, that's all, that's all foolishness for the most part. It's the amount of space on this quote unquote planet is vast. Um, 
But when they tell you it's not, and when they tell you they're running out of space, and when they tell you that everything is something to worry about, well, now we worry. And they are just simply the people talking to you. What are you influenced by? You know, Why are we running a, a scarcity simulation program? To add all these things, and then to make us feel like it's normal? I don't know if that... I mean, I have a hard time articulating this. But it is not normal. And when you start looking into this, you're like, what the fuck did I accept as normal? And why? And for, for so long? Like, what the hell? Good Lord. The TV has brainwashed the masses. Well, again, I love how this thing flows into the next. Because that's that was part of the last one. We think that GMOs are okay because they've been there. They're everywhere. They're the whole nine yards. No problem. But there's also counter science that says it's not. So now we have people that say GMOs are fine. It's great. Then we have you know the television saying, do this, do that. The television saying, don't do this, don't do that. But these are all talking heads designed to create division amongst the people. Because you can look up anything you want to look up. And you can find a clip from any television show defending your point. Uh, the internet algorithm, for example, is is specifically to that. Like if you if, if the internet knows you hate a certain thing, it's going to show you articles that back up that hate. If you love a certain thing, it's going to show you articles that back up that love. There, this this algorithmic lifestyle that we live in is it's absolutely unnerving, to say the least. I uh, I'm I'm fascinated to see sort of where it's all going to go because again, they can only divide us so much until we've been brought back together through division, and that's pretty much where I think we're headed. But yeah, the TV has brainwashed the masses. Of course, the, the, the damn thing is called tell-a-vision. They're creating a story that we're now manifesting. You know, They say art imitates life. Uh, well, in this case, art is indicative of what life becomes. We watch it and then we act it out. Where do you think bullying came from? You know, like, and this is another thing too. There's this huge tirade on bullying right now. It's like, stop bullying, stop this, stop that. Anyone who is a bully at, at school is more than likely getting picked on at home. So there's an extension that you can look into there. Getting bullied at school, I was bullied. I was bullied pretty much as for as long as I can remember about almost everything. And it kind of made me who I am today. The fact that I could take that thick skin and go through it. And I know we're going to have so many people say, well, not that listen to this show, but you know, the argument that goes is, well, not everybody's as strong as you. And never, da, 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 da. you know, the people... This, this this world wants to associate with the weak and they want to punish the strong. It's not my fault that I got bullied my whole life and it made me stronger. Um, this isn't, this isn't, it's such a weird thing. Do I want bullying to, to take place? No, I, but I honestly say like if I had a kid and my child was being bullied, Right, we also have this "quote unquote" no violence thing. My kid would have carte blanche. You have total permission to punch that other kid in the face, right? And what is that going to happen? People are like, "Oh no, you're creating violence." I know I'm off track here, but I'm saying, if a bully gets punched in the face nine times out of ten, they stop. I grew up in a time that said, "Talk shit, get hit," and it prevented a lot of people from doing a lot of shit. I've seen a lot of kids and younger people today oblivious, ignorant, arrogant of any repercussions to their actions. Anything whatsoever, no matter what it is. They're oblivious to it. And they think they're untouchable. 
and there's going to be a rude awakening pretty soon for these people, I believe. I could be wrong. Number nine, politics are an illusion. I mean, obviously, politics are an illusion. It's it's hard to say that they wouldn't be. Um, it's this it's this hero complex thing too, where we're like, well, these people are coming to save us. These people, you know, the politicians know what they're doing. No, man, these guys create the corruption. Look at does anyone actually think Joe Biden has made a single decision or Kamala Harris? What the f- or in Canada up here in the Great White North? Does anyone think Trudeau is anything other than a puppet? Politics are a complete scam. That even means your guy. Donald Trump is a scam, right? Now, I know a lot of truthers don't want to hear me say that, but I mean, he's just as guilty as anybody else for anything else. And he's he's a point of contention and a division, a unit for division. There's a million things he could have done differently, right? But the truth of the matter is, if they wanted him dead, he'd be dead. If they wanted him to play the role that he's playing, he'd play the role that he's playing. So I look at Pierre, the same thing up here, Pierre Poilievre coming in. You know, this guy's got all the right things to say. And I even I even knew this kid when I was a kid, when I was just a wee gaff. This guy was, he was the guy that was in, in my riding in Ottawa South, Ottawa Carlton. He was the first politician I ever paid attention to, and he's my age. And he was running, and he and he won. And he's been in, so he's been circling my life, basically ever since I started taking note of politics. His first gig. Do I think he's a saint? No. Do I think what's going to happen is you know the left and the right wing of the same bird are going to merge and change a few things around here and and make it a little bit more sustainable and give back the cost of living, a hundred percent. But the idea and the illusion that you and I, John Q. Public are anything other than slaves under this regime. Think about any one of your licenses. These are your God-given natural human rights stolen from you and sold back to you. It's fascinating. You think you own your house? Try not paying taxes on it. (laughs) We'll see who really owns the house. The government is the overlord. The police inside the government. Think about that. To protect and serve. Protect and serve who? To protect and serve our overlords. Yes, we're living in a free-range prison. We are the humans. Ain't that fascinating. But it's not like doom and gloom. I'm not saying these things to be like, oh, despair. I'm saying them just to be like, hey, man, if we just pay a little bit of attention to this, there's more that we can do inside our lives. There's more that we can become aware of. There's more freedom. I think the whole thing exists to help us free ourselves from the prison, which I think is even bigger than the third dimension, physical reality. I think the prison runs deeper than that. And I think it's fascinating. I think, I think the whole thing is fascinating that I can sit here and have these conversations with myself, but also with you. And when we start going Facebook lives too, I want to be recording this and being live on the Facebook so that I can answer some questions as we go. I'm really looking forward to that. That's going to be fun. What else do we got here? Politics are an illusion. Yes. Project Bluebeam. I think this one's really cool too. Uh, Project Bluebeam is the uh, the statement that the alien invasion is going to be from the sky. It's uh, it's a statement that is you know they're saying they're spraying. This is what a lot of the chemtrails are. They're spraying particles in the sky. That's going to have a whole thing. They did the the Superman or Spider Man um, Homecoming, Far From Home, one of them, where he's fighting a guy who 
basically just has a bunch of drones and they're projecting an image. That's what's going into the sky. Uh, these particles are going into the sky to help create this stuff. This is so, this is quote unquote what Project Bluebeam is. Uh, to create the illusion of aliens and, or, or something else, or natural disaster, or, you know, who knows really, uh, just to create a, an illusion in the sky. That's what the statement of Project Bluebeam is. I want to say that my thought goes a little bit deeper because we saw uh, that the red sky of China not too long ago um, and a few other things take place. I want to say that Project Bluebeam, if I were to take, and this is just me extrapolating upon everything that I know, if I were to take it out, I would say Project Bluebeam could potentially be the simulation that we're in. So it's not just the sky. Project Bluebeam is what we're living in. It's everything. And I think that there's an awareness of it. And I think that that's what they've called it. And I think that that's, I think that that's the case. I think that, you know, we're sitting here arguing over the stars in the sky. We're arguing over chemtrails. We're arguing over this, that, and the other thing. But what if all of it is Project Bluebeam? <laughs> That's how deep I go on that. So that was the five for this episode. We got through those pretty quickly. Um, coming up, we've got the many Hollywood uh, actresses are male. Uh, the elites, royals, and political figures are involved in a massive pedophile ring. Jeez, I'm going to get shadow banned all these things here. Geoengineering is happening. Fluoride chlorine in our water sources are toxic to the human body. Caffeine consumption has many negative health outcomes. So those are the next five. We're going to get into that real quick. Um, so we're not going to have to wait. Huh. Uh, I just don't want to wait anymore. I'm sick of waiting. I got to get this stuff done. It's that whole, it's that whole cobbler's kids shoes thing, you know? And I think back to that where I am so honored and blessed to be working with so many amazing people and helping them on their projects and creating a healthy mindset for all these guys. And, and um, that sometimes my stuff gets pushed to the back burner. And I know all of you guys listening right now, I'm getting some emails and stuff like that. I love you guys. I love the audience. I love the ability to communicate and connect. I love being in this position. I'm sorry that sometimes it takes forever, but this whole message that I'm leaving right now will seem weird to somebody who's in the future listening to this back to back to back to back. It's like, it didn't take that long. I just went to the next episode. But in the recordings, I should be up to episode 500 by now, but I'm at episode 260-ish. So who knows? Um, I do know that I want to put a, a more stringent effort into creating. I want to try some new things. I want to try some new avenues. I want to get a little bit more freaky, a little bit more fun. I want to involve you guys more. And I'll say this too. If you want me on your podcast, we've got all these links. You can go to the webpage. You can check it all out. Or you can just send an, uh, an email. Info at the Mental Mastery Alliance. Uh, just say, hey, Adam, here's the show. This is what we're going to talk about. We want you on the show. Info at the Mental Mastery Alliance. Email me. Let me get back to you. Let me talk about it. Let's get on the show. Let's let's have an open communication. Let's have some fun with it. I'm looking forward to that. And yeah, so this is a bit of a short one because those topics were uh, kind of self-explanatory. Other than Project Bluebeam, some people may not know what that one is. That one's a lot of fun. I think it's everything. I think Bluebeam is everything. Ladies and gentlemen, in the infamous words of Red Green, keep your stick on. Oh.
We really hope you enjoyed this episode of the Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Stay connected with us directly through the mentalmasteryalliance.com. You can also join the discussion on Instagram at instagram.com forward slash the Mental Mastery Alliance. Let the team know you're listening by using the hashtag TMMA or tagging us at the Mental Mastery Alliance. To have your voice heard on the show, leave a voicemail or send a text to 647-338-1265. Long distance charges may apply. If you love us, leave us a review. If you hate us, you spend your time in weird ways. But also, leave a review. Every review on iTunes tickles the algorithm helping us grow. Until next time, unity over division. This concludes the most surreal portion of your day. You got it, Pontiac. 